Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi guys, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture. Very pleased to say I am joined now by the legend that is Diamond Dallas Page DDP. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us today. Uh, you know, I've just uh, took a little break time in between uh getting the work out, a little bit of a run uh through these uh beautiful hills over here in Windermere is where we mm. are now. Is that how you say it? Windermere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful up here. We're right on the lake. Uh oh, wow. My uh my wife uh, went for the Airbnb thing, and we'll do some of those in some hotels. But um, we're literally looking at the lake, and it's a beautiful manner that they separated into, into like two different sections that they mm-hmm. rent out. And uh, uh, it's really beautiful here. We're taking some really cool hikes and stuff. So beautiful part of the country. Yeah, indeed. Uh, and I should say the reason that you are here in the UK, and it's great to have you here, is these uh, DDP Yoga UK workshops. Uh, tell us more about that for people who are unaware. And if, I mean, there's still time people people can come to your shows uh, that are taking pl- place across the country. Yeah, I would, so we only did three locations because I'm also going to be doing For the Love of Wrestling yeah. on the, tw- the 29th and 30th, I believe those dates are. So in between there and with, you know, we, we flew into Manchester and then we came up here to Windermere for three days. And then we'll t- tomorrow we'll go to Glasgow. Uh, there's the show, the uh, the workshops are in Glasgow, um, Newcastle and Birmingham. But Birmingham sold out. It's like got over 150 people going to be you know, be working out with me, you know, and and anytime I do one of these things, it's really like inspiration meets perspiration. Mm. Uh, you know, we, uh, as soon as they walk in, you know, anybody who pretty much is doing our program know who, knows who my wife, Paige. So uh, when she, you know, when we walk in or when the people walk in, they come right to us and we get a picture with them. So they get a selfie. And I'm sure I'll be told a lot of stories from People from with their transformations because yeah. man, it's all over the world. You know, DDPY is everywhere at this point, and uh, it's really cool to come across people. I haven't been here since before the pandemic, but in two thousand, I think it was two thousand eighteen, the last time I was here, and I tried to get over here every couple of years, but of course that moved everything farther. Uh, and next time I come, I'll do London and do the south part of the uh, UK, and then eventually I want to get over to Ireland. But for this trip here, uh, tomorrow, uh, Saturday morning, we are at uh, Glasgow. And one of my instructors, Murray, who's a, he's from Glasgow, 
Um, he uh, uh, he does classes and stuff. So all his people are going to be there, plus all the people who do it and then drive in for it. Mm. Uh, people come from a long way just to come in for the day. And uh, the following day is Newcastle. And there are only two uh, workshops that are open right now. Like I said, uh, Birmingham's already sold out. But, uh, you know, it's it's very personal when people come because they ha- many of them are just going to try it. They want to see what this is like, mm-hmm. you know, face-to-face. Uh, but most of them are on the app. You know, yeah. they're on the DDP Yoga Now app. And, I mean, anybody can get on that thing, and it, and it costs nothing for the first week to try it. So like no one's you just go to, you know, any kind of, uh, um, you know, whether it's Google, Google play or, you know, iTunes or, you know, you know, the app store mm-hmm. for Apple, uh, they can get the app or they can just go to ddpyoga.com, which always has the best deal in case they decide to stay on. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't charge the upcharge that, uh, iTunes does or Google, um, so uh, the like I say, the actual workshops are very personal. People get to come in and you know, and and they hit get get to me page right away and start telling us their story, take a picture, and then we just move through the line till everybody's in, and then I get up there and I just do what I do. I, I inspire people, mm. and it's infectious, you know, uh, and people want to see that firsthand, and then I break it down so no one really gets lost if someone's new to ddpy um i do what i call the diamond dozen which breaks it down for one move at a time mm-hmm. and this way people who are new to it or aren't in the greatest shape they can participate and then after that i do a workout and it could be anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes and uh a lot of people who you know who just came to really learn about it it's funny because they might sit down in the beginning, but eventually they're going to get up because it's like, oh, I already know how to do all these moves because he just showed them, mm. showed me how to do them. And so they do what, you know, I, I always encourage people to, to do their own thing. In other words, you know, DDPY meets you where you are. Mm. And I show all the modifications as you go through the program. So it's really a fun event mm. and the energy is through the roof because this isn't something where you reach your arms to the heavens so the universe smiles back at you. This isn't what we're doing. We're flexing and engaging and, you know, from punching one, 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 two, to, you know, hulk it up, brother, attention. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's very, um, it's really live. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing like what people, if they've never done it before, it's not what they think it is. No, I, I remember you doing a, a routine with with our very own Simon Miller a while back when you were yes, hanging out with yes. him. And, 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 you know, it, it feels like I'm, I'm banging this drum because I remember we spoke about it the last time uh, I had the chance to chat to you because obviously you you, you see the, the transformation for, like you say, so many people. Resurrection of Jake the Snake is the obvious example of that, not just for, for Jake, but for Scott as well, of course. Um, but as someone who follows you on social media as well, you know, you've got those big names associated with how life changing DDP yoga is. But then you have people just like you say, just everyday people. I mean, I saw you tweet a photo of a, a guy called Travis on your Twitter the other day. It's, it's right. astonishing that, it you know, it's it's arguably sort of 
it comparable to your wrestling careers, how well you are known now for, for changing so many people's lives? You know, it's funny. Uh, I was talking to Brian Alvarez, who also writes for uh, Meltzer's Observer. Mm -hmm. And this is back when he was doing his own thing. And so it's about 12 years ago, maybe 13 years ago. And he said, so where's Diamond Dallas Page five years from now? So this is 13 years ago, yeah. you know, and our thing exploded 11 years ago. But it had taken eight years before it exploded. So it was mm -hmm. an eight year overnight success. So Alvarez had been doing the program and he knew about Arthur, but it hadn't gone viral yet. That disabled veteran that I helped. Yeah. And but I knew that story, you know, and I knew what potential the program had. And so many people get right, right up to the edge and, and then they quit. You know, like if they just went a little bit farther, you know, there, there's a Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. There was one of the stories was three feet from gold. And the story was this miner when the big gold rush hit America and everybody was coming from all over to, to find gold. He had struck it. But then that vein dried up. But he went back. He knew there was more. He knew there was more gold in the hills. and But he didn't do the proper excavating. He just went back and he got money from his people to continue going and going and going. And finally, he gave up and he sold it to another company who did the excavating and what needed to be done. Three feet away was the biggest gold strike ever three feet from gold. And that was the way it was with DDP yoga. You know, I knew what I had, but it wasn't taking off yet. And probably about year six is when Alvarez said to me, where do you think Diamond Dallas Page will be five years from now? And in my country, there was a guy named Jack Lelaine who was the fitness guy, like mm. the fitness guy, right on up to his 96. I mean, at 95, he had, like, in his mouth, he had three boats behind him as he was swimming at 95 years old. It was unbelievable. He was the fitness guy. Of course, Tony Robbins yeah. is the inspirational guy. And then, you know, I'd said, I'm the new, I said, five years from now, I'll start to be known as the new Jack Lane. Meets Tony Robbins, meets straight Richard Simmons, who was a very flamboyant cat, you know, who helped a lot of people that were big, mm. you know, big people. And I said, to be honest, Brian, I honestly think that, you know, eventually DDP yoga is going to dwarf my wrestling career. And he was like, hey, I do the program. It's great. But that's a bold statement. Like, bro, you had a hell of a career. Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, I know, man, but, but I just know what's going to, I see it. And, uh, you know, two years later it exploded and it just kept going, you know, cause we have so many stories mm -hmm. and every year we do this contest called the, uh, you know, the positively unstoppable challenge. Remember. And whoever is the number one person 
And how they get picked is obviously their physical transformation, but it's also their mental transformation. And then it's how much work do they put in to telling their story? Like how much work? Like, so it's because when you put that personal work into yourself and you really get to see your changes, but but where people really screw up is they don't take pictures. They don't take videos. They, and I mean, in life, when they start a transformation, they don't remember where they came from. They get like, say they lose 50 pounds or 60 pounds and X amount of inches. Well, for the last three months, maybe it hasn't changed. So they get down on themselves and they start pulling themselves, what I call emotional gravity. But if they have that stuff in the beginning, they can go, oh, whoa, mm. this I've really come a long way. And it's all about building confidence, you know, and that's the real power of the program, you know, building confidence. Absolutely. And if you want to find out more information about it, ddpyogaworkshops.com, definitely worth checking out. And as as, uh, Dallas said, there's still spaces on those shows in in, in Glasgow and Newcastle, but uh, understandably Birmingham already sold out. Uh, To talk a little bit about wrestling now, Dallas, obviously you were... Sure. You celebrated your your birthday around WrestleMania weekend. I saw lots of photos on your social of you uh, hanging out with with the guys. Uh, what did you make of WrestleMania? What did you make of the decisions that they made with well Cody Rhodes in particular? I'd love to know your thoughts on that. You know, um, I don't think it was a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I would love to have I would love to have his him been crowned the Universal Championship, which is like our Oscar in the business. You know. And I think he's he earned it, mm. you know, but obviously Roman was not ready to walk away yet. You know what I mean? Because Roman is I mean, he he's cemented now. Yeah. Is, you know, we, we saw the huge push that the people gave him with the shield. But then when WWE started to push him, they kind of like, you know, dissed him, you know. But that guy was working harder than anybody out there to earn that respect. He mm. really was. And his promos got a little better and a little better. And today, I love to watch him talk. Yeah. I mean, he he has grown. And that's what the fans don't understand sometimes. It takes a while to really get that confidence and that comfortability of, of being out there and carrying that. I mean, he's going to hit a 1,000 days easy. Yeah. You know, and some who knows. I think it's good in the way that it, the story isn't over, mm. and I think everybody knows that. And you know, there's no better distraction than Brock Lesnar. Yes, you know what I mean. Uh, and, and Cody's a tough son of a bitch. I think he, you know, it, it it's completely different than my run, but. Some things that might be like, like you didn't get it right away. Yeah. You know, you didn't get it. You know, like you had like even the United States championship. And that was the first big title that I had Hmm. that meant something. It was on me for a while. Um, But the people wanted to see it so bad. And I think that Cody's earned a lot of respect when he went out there on that third match with Seth Rollins. Yeah. And he took his jacket off. You could hear the people go, whoa. 
like like it was like a like went through the whole building because they were like, "Wow, what is he? What is he? He's gonna wrestle like that's not a gimmick." Mm. Like, and then you find out it's ripped right off the bone as Pat, you know. So I think that got him unbelievable, you know, like cred with the fans. Yeah. And then to do the whole match because it's not like he tore it during it. And they didn't know when something like that happens, you know, oh, my God, I'm really injured. But, you know, he sold it because <laughs> he had to. Uh, but, you know, you felt it. So I think that gave him a lot of credit. And I think that the fans, when you don't give somebody something right away, they wanted even more. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I, think I don't think it was a bad thing. Yeah, I think you know a lot of people thought that, and I, you know, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with them that, that that maybe they'd missed the opportunity there to to crown him at WrestleMania. But you listen to the reactions; he's still getting week after week, and if anything, you know that adversity and, like you say, the <laughs> the redemption arc featuring Brock Lesnar is a hell of a road to take to I don't know SummerSlam, let's say, for a, a crowning of Cody Rhodes. Um, but you've got to deal with this issue of the bloodline, which was also a part of. Of Romania, of course, with, with Sammy and Kevin. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, you had your fair share of run-ins with factions over the years. And obviously that was kind of a formative part of, of AEW as well, which you've been involved with. What do you think of WWE sort of bringing that back in now? Like I say, with the bloodline, with the Judgment Day, with the LWO now, for example. Well, I, I'm a big fan of the Judgment Day. Uh, LWO will be, I think that's going to be pretty cool. Um, but the bloodline, I mean, the I loved it when Sammy was in it. I love it anyway, because really, Jay or Jimmy, like normally when you have a tag team, one guy always, you know, steps over the other guy, whether it's the Rockers, John Michaels, Brad Hart, you know, Hart Foundation. We go on and on and on. But I think Jimmy and Jay, every 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 week gets stronger. I think they're both guys that can carry that friggin' universal title. 
You know, I think both of them could have an unbelievable run. Eventually, it's going to happen. You know, eventually, because they're not going to stay tag team their whole career. But many, the only reason Afa and Sika, they did. So maybe they'll, maybe they'll be the guys that don't. But I think both of those guys could do incredibly well on their own. But right now, let's hang with the bloodline. Mm. Let's keep that going because it's the it's the highest hype you could have. And there's not 12 of them. You know, there's really three, but there's not a better <laughs> the wise one, the wise man. I think the stuff that they can and I love the way I when Sammy was with the group. You, I mean, you knew it was making him. It was making him. Mm. It was making him every time a little bit more. Eric Bischoff likened Sammy's story to my story mm. because, you know, it, you know, both guys, we were both like mid-card one day. It looks like it was never going to go past that. And then one day, boom, the fans made that happen. Yeah. You know, that's – if I didn't have that diamond cutter sign – I don't know if they ever would have given me the opportunity, even though it was it was funny because it was my idea that I brought the Kevin and Kevin loved it. That I brought the Scott. Scott loved it. But I didn't pitch that idea. Kevin did. So a lot of people always thought that that was Kevin's idea. And I know that because I was listening to Kevin Sullivan's podcast and he was talking about me on one of his shows. So I listened to it. And he went, man, he goes, Kevin Nash, he pushed for that. He really felt that, you know, Diamond was ready to go. And Kevin knew that if it went, if it didn't happen, I was going to ask for my release. Mm. You know, and I was like that close, like saying I'm done. And then I, it was such a natural thing for me with the NWO because of my relationship with Scott and Kev. Mm. You know I mean, like crazy real relationship. All of us bottom guys at the same time, you know, and really good friends. I brought Scott in, changed his look, the whole deal. And uh, those guys never forgot that. Like, they were, they lit the freaking rocket for my career. Macho sent me to a different universe. Yes. And I, I can't even put into words, like, how big that was. And for Mach to put me over right there in the middle, like Macho and Hulk Hogan, they they controlled their spot. If they didn't want to do the job, they didn't do it. Mm. And it was that was that, that was the end of the discussion. I never asked to work with Macho; he has to work with me. So it, it just it took me to a different level. And I think Sammy, you know, a hero is the is defined by the size of his opponent. Look who Cody's going against right now. And Brock is is a bet is a much better heel because he's such he's such a believable badass. Yeah. You know, and, and he was fun to watch as a as a baby face. He was fun because you really look like he was having fun out there. But he also has fun when he's beating someone to death, too. <laughs> uh, he is the beast of carnage. There's nobody with a better moniker than that that's yeah. as true as that. But, uh, you know, Code will, you know, it's going to be great to see where it goes and how this rolls and just got to stay healthy. Mm. And for Sammy, you know, same thing. 
and KO in the middle of all that. Like there's there's so many cool things happening there right now. So uh, you know, but again, the bloodline, one of my favorite things to watch. Like if, I I I'm I'm the guy who tapes everything and then I zip through things. Hmm. I don't zip through a lot anymore. Like there's still some things which I won't talk about. I'd rather talk about the positive stuff. Like when I saw Judgment Day, man, and then Dominic, like, yeah. here's this kid. If you go back to him with, if you go back to Ray and Eddie, when Dominic had like blonde hair, you know, he dyed his hair blonde. He was a kid, like I'm 13 years old. Kid's been around the business his whole life, uh, and but he's figuring out how to wrestle. He was never training to be a wrestler over that period. You know, uh, Ray was. It's funny because Ray, in 92, like, I'm positive I'm going to be PWI Rookie of the Year. I know it's going to happen because nobody can meet me at that spot at that time. But then Eric Watts came in with Bill Watts, his dad, mm -hmm. and he beat Arn Anderson. He was getting pushed <laughs> to the moon. And I, I was a runner-up. And I was like, man, Meltzer, Meltzer's going to know I'm number one. He's gonna, and I look at the thing and I'm saying, who the f*** is Rey Mysterio? <laughs> so years later, he would show up yeah. at WCW. And I'll never forget, someone went, hey, Rey Mysterio's going to the ring. I go, Rey Mysterio? <laughs> and I walked right out there and I watched the people. And I realized I was a very distant second to Ray Mysterio because that kid, I mean, he's a real life action hero. You know, yeah. I mean, he's a superhero, you know. Word on Dominic there. I was going to ask you about that because I saw a lovely photo of you celebrating uh, Ray going into the, the Hall of Fame, of course. And I think uh, myself included, a lot of a lot of people thought. OK, Dom's going to be brought in by his dad and they'll do the tag team stuff. And then it's like, OK, when Ray goes away or wants to do something else, what's going to happen to Dom? Is Dom just going to be constantly in his dad's shadow? And the way they've subverted that and used him going to the Judgment Day and doing that, I think it's been uh, I think it's been sensational in terms of Dominic establishing himself. I mean, you just need to listen when they do those promos and they go through, you know, you've got people like Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest cutting these promos as heels. And Dom only has to put the mic near his mouth, and he gets that reaction. It's amazing. I, 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 if I was booking, he would right now. He'd win by the skin of his teeth, but he wouldn't lose a match. Yeah, which would piss people off so much even more. You know, uh, I would, I would have him work. I don't care what them, who he's going against. I don't care if it's an enhancement guy. He goes over by the skin of his teeth with the help of the Judgment Day. It would just piss him off even more. Like, I, I, but I love that kid. I mean, that kid. First of all, I didn't realize it, but our birthday's the same day, April fifth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, but he's always so polite, such a, a a good young man. Like Ray and his mom did really good with him, and. Uh, yeah, I really, really, really care. I really, I love that kid. He's awesome. But all those guys, you know, Priest and I mean, Rhea, Rhea could, Rhea could have given China a run for her money back mm -hmm. when she was wrestling guys. 
Because I see like Rhea or Charlotte, they could be wrestling guys. Yeah, Rhea dropped you know, and, on Raw this week, I think it was. It looked great. What, what did she do? She laid him out on the outside in the midst of a match, I think. Dude, she's believable as hell. And I saw like a reincarnation, you know, like how they showed her on Instagram. I did not know that she was such a tall, beautiful blonde. And, and she's morphed in this sexy, badass, mm. vampire-esque, <laughs> you know, chick. She's, she's believable as hell. And I think she's really, there's a lot of really cool things happening in the WWE right now. And, uh, you know, I, I think it, it's great for the fans. I think AEW was great for the fans because mm-hmm. it gave so, if, if, if there's no AEW, Cody doesn't come back with this monster push. It doesn't happen, you know, but he walking away. You, I always tell people you can't be afraid to walk away from the table. Mm. You got to be able to, if you really believe in yourself and there's one thing that, you know, Cody is exactly like me and it's work ethic. Like Cody has an insane work ethic and he talks about it all the time. You know, do the work. You know, on the back of those belts, a lot of them are like, do the work. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one final question before we wrap up here. Uh, because you see so many brilliant young guys coming into the business now. I'm thinking of like a Daniel Garcia in AEW, for example. I know they're going to bring uh, Nick Wayne in when he literally turns eight. Oh, my God. The wrestling. Oh, God. That kid. Yeah. That kid. That kid's unbelievable. Um, I mean, he really... He does DDP yoga. You know why? Because he doesn't. He's he's already sore because he's been wrestling three years, and he does crazy shit. But he also sells his ass off. Mm. Like he'll send me a match here and there, and he does some diamond cutters. I would never even have thought about doing. <laughs> like that kid's gonna be. You know, it's all about the preventative maintenance. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a young stud that you know i would call out and say keep your eye on that guy as he comes most people don't even know who he is we know mm-hmm. you know but most people don't uh i got tell you the guy that i'm going to call and i called this the other day i was on the, um uh the bwa uh the black wrestling association uh the podcast that they do and they said who do you think could be next well mellow is unbelievable yeah. and what a great match. I was there for that match at him and Bronson. And Bronson's like one of my I like I love that kid. He he works out with me, trains with me, all the Steiner boys, you know, from from Scott and and uh Rick, they they all come and work out with me occasionally. Um, but Bronson, I think, is gonna be a real superstar up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one guy that I think just listen to him talk and the way he moves. Don't know about his work because I haven't seen him work, but I'm going to call that guy Trick, who's mm, with Mellow. Yes, Trick Williams. Dude, he's got he's got it. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. He's got it. And he's been watching since he was a kid. So he's got it really across the board. I haven't seen him work yet, but I would bet it's going to be pretty decent. Yeah. You know, especially for his being green. He's great. Ever, you know, he played. I'm pretty sure he played for South Carolina 
the football team there. And, uh, and he's a big kid. He's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, yeah. And he's a handsome son of a bitch, and he can talk. Yeah. He that's, can that's talk. Awesome. So oh, I think those yeah, Bronson, Mello, Trick, Nick Wayne. These are guys coming up that, and Nick ain't even in the mix yet. Yeah. But Nick can already pretty much work with anyone right now. Yeah. That's, well, that's, how, that's how smooth that kid is. Yeah. So with that in mind, I just thought I'd ask you, with the rise of these young guys uh, within the industry, what you think about, you know, older people like you did getting into it now, if 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 that's still possible and what advice you'd give them, Dallas? Well, if they have a pedigree, you know, if they came from the NFL, if they came from some, you know, wrestling, some, some sort of background that whether it was MMA, you know, or whatever, you know, it's kind of like Ken Shamrock did. Mm. Uh, you know, when you're someone like that, that's different. If it's just straight out, though, it's go really going to be hard unless you've made a name for yourself in that independent world. Mm. Now, if you're a guy who's already not, a, you can't, I don't believe anybody will be able to just start training at 35, <laughs> you know, just because of what the animal has become, mm. you know, just what people are having to do and, it's, you know, it's it's just it's really hard to open someone's eyes unless they've been on the independent circuit. If they started at thirty five, they're on that independent circuit, and they're wrestling. They they don't have three kids. You know, they're, they're it's just them and their wife. They're both following this dream, mm. uh, and and they're working nonstop. You have to understand what I did. I worked nonstop wrestling. Period. And in the beginning of it, I was getting paid. And then I tore my rotator cuff and they, you know, they fired me. And then Jake Roberts, I mean, Jake Roberts, three weeks later, was living with me <laughs> for three months. You know, I mean, the, that's one of the reasons why all this happened. Dusty Rhodes was there for me, you know, when Florida Championship Wrestling he never saw me as a wrestler, though. And when I tore my rotator cuff and Jake spent, you know, I was on the road with Jake, you know, on and off the road for 11 months. He was, you know, he, I could bring him whatever I, if I worked independently and I wasn't with him, I'd bring him the matches and he, and he would critique my tapes. So I got Jake Roberts, yeah. like Yoda, critiquing <laughs> what I'm doing. I've got Dusty, who's taking me in like a brother. When he when he died, Cody called me, and he said, Dusty wanted you to know. It's so funny, because sometimes they'll call him dad, but a lot of times they'll call him Dusty when he's talking about dust. And he said, Dusty wanted you to know. And Dusty had told me this a number of times over our years together. But to hear from Cody at the end, he said, Dusty told me he got five friends. You count them on one hand, and some of those guys fell off the hat. And some came back. He told Cody, I never fell off that hand. From 1989, from the day we met, till when he left this earth, I was one of his, and he was one of mine. Mm -hmm. So you had both of them, and what was one of my favorite moments was I came, I know I'm coming back, I've got a meeting with Dusty. We haven't talked in a few months, probably about three or four months. 
And I went down the power plant, which is just like, that's the predecessor to the WWE Performance Center. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where Triple H was, Stephen Regal. Even though Regal didn't need to be there, he was there and teaching guys all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was one of them. And um, I went down the power plant that that day, and Dusty was there. Give me a big hug. You talk a couple minutes. He goes, hey, he goes, jump in the ring with this kid. I want to see what he's got. So I went in there for was one of the guys he was looking at, and I got in the ring with him for about 20 minutes. Then he was like, that's good. And I got out. There was four rings there. And I just, what I always do, I go from ring to ring to ring. If, if I, I was never there and not working, either mm. with someone, teaching someone, you know, like, I think that was the biggest thing that really made me understand the business because I knew what to do. But when you can teach someone else what to do, while you're teaching them, you start to get better. Mm. And you start going to yourself, oh, uh, as you're teaching it, you're figuring it out. Like, And what I learned, and it applies to everything. The more you help someone, the more you teach someone, the more you learn, the more you learn, the better you get. So I didn't know because I thought Dusty left right after that, but he didn't. He stayed in the back, in the back office because there was three cameras there. And uh, he stayed almost the whole day. I didn't know. The next day I show up in his office at CNN Center and he says, um, and we, we talked about family stuff and blah, blah, blah. And he said, so, you know, what do you got? I know you always got something. And I had this fishbowl idea, you know. Now I'm going to pull out the names, you know, of the top performers. Of course, it's going to be enhancement guys. So it's, I'm not, but I get a few wins coming in, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, he said, you know, D, I know you always seen yourself at the top performer in our business. And I gotta be honest with you, D. I I never saw it till yesterday. Wow. He said, I was there all day. He said, if you can keep doing what you're doing, you might just pull this off. So if there's someone who's gonna follow my roadmap, it's next to impossible mm-hmm. because you don't have Dusty Rhodes or Jake Roberts. <laughs> you know what I mean? That that's a big deal. You know, uh, and are you going to work at it twenty four seven? Like there was a point when me and Jake were on the road, and a guy brought a box of VHS tapes. It was forty tapes, two hour tapes of nothing but Jake Roberts from, from every, every federation he was ever in. And Jake couldn't give a shit. He, you know, he was like, oh, thank you. I took him. I watched everything. And I'll tell you my favorite match of all of them. This guy doesn't get enough credit. Ed DiBiase was one of the greatest workers ever in our business. You know, he became a character which overshadowed his work. But his work was insane. I mean, as good as 
it's as good as it gets. Yeah. And there's a match of him and Jake and in the garden when it used to be on Madison Square Garden TV. And they went 30 minutes. They had people pulling their hair out. They might have taken five bumps. Yeah. Maybe. They didn't need to. They were great storytellers. They knew how to grab a hold and make it mean something. Like, it was powerful shit, man. So, again, do they ha- could it happen? Sure, it could happen. But they're going to have their own story that's mm-hmm. going to be really intense. Mm-hmm. You know, because when people ask me, what do you think I should do? I say, if you can't breathe without it, you should do it. But if you can breathe without it, don't even waste your time. Mm-hmm. Because it's gonna be the hardest thing you've ever done to get. Now, if you're gonna be happy on the independent scenes and you can't breathe without that, you should definitely do that. Yeah. But do my shit so your body doesn't get as beat up because you're already starting way older. Like mm-hmm. the only thing I would change ever in my life, and there's not really anything, but I would have been doing some form of yoga if I yes. could talk to my younger self. Some form, forget me coming up with my own. <clears throat> That would have happened anyway. Mm. But uh, that and take jujitsu, because I think it's one of the greatest martial arts you can you can be a part of, the community, the respect. You know, as a, as a young man, I think everyone needs to find that level of being respectful. Mm. And martial arts teaches that big time. You know? <laughs> Well, if you want to, if you want to get take part in in one of DDP's uh, workshops, the ones in the UK or elsewhere, DDPYogaWorkshops.com. Uh, Very quickly before we go, actually, if people can't make it to them or want to see you, you you're doing other something else in the UK. I wanted you to be able to mention that as well. Yeah, for the love of wrestling, I'm excited to go there. Um, Hell of a lineup, guys. Yeah, man. You know what's really cool about it. It's kind of like there's like a WCW reunion yeah. there between Goldberg, you know, Big Show, now, now all white, but always the, I always call him G or Giant, <laughs> you know, uh, Kevin Nash, Booker T. I mean, you've got a pretty elite class from WCW. And I know there's a bunch of other guys there too. Uh, so it should be a great show. And what I heard, like Medusa came back. I guess she was on it last year or maybe the year before where whoever, what was the last time we did before COVID or whatever, but she was like, you got to do that. that mm. That's a great show. Those guys are really good people. Uh, so she put it over huge to me. And, uh, you know, so I'm looking forward to it. And I, I it isn't just me signing autographs and doing all that. There's also a Q and a Q&A too. Mm. Yeah. And uh, there was other people who, who wanted to do it with me, like my boy uh, Kenny, but uh, couldn't do it because they were like, uh, "Then you need to split. You need to split his first class airfare." <laughs> you know? So, uh, like I say, it's going to be a great show. I'm excited about it. And then uh, Birmingham, like I say, started, already sold out, but we got 150 people. Yeah. Like we already got 98 people in Glasgow and like 65 in uh, in. Um, in uh, Newcastle, mm, yeah, twenty people are fun. But when you get over fifty, yeah. it, uh, it it's infectious. Of uh, people hulking it up and 
you know, just having a good time. You know, it's just, there'll be a good time held had by all. Indeed. Well, it's great to have you here in the UK. And it's an absolute pleasure to chat to you as always, Dallas. Uh, thank you so much for chatting. So to what culture today? Hey, it's been your pleasure. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Thank you, man. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 